campers and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your host, Lou Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you crazy chupacabras? Oh, man. <laughs> Just off the whim. Just off the whim now. Uh, yeah. I mean, no there, there's no rhyme or reason now to what I'm going to be using. So <laughs> it's like chupacabras are yeah. good. We like them. Goats. I don't know if they're exactly good. I yeah, mean, I guess they're probably not. They're just good, trying but, to get their you know. food, right? You know, like, right? Who is it? You know, just trying to get, get their food. <laughs> I get them on a spiritual level. Yeah. Um, if you read the title, you know that this week is another campfire special, uh, campfire tales rather. But we are also talking about Stranger Things. Yes. Oh my gosh! Because everybody waited almost a month for this final two-parter finale. So, oof, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we talked about it previously a little bit on another episode, but this season was like very scary. I think it was scarier than the other seasons have been. I think they're taking the like gradual like uh, where it gets more mature over time, which I really like. Yes, um, as yeah. they do too. Yeah, yeah. I um, thought that was really fun. I think that uh, you know we had predicted a couple of people to die in the the most like previous episode prior to this, and uh, mm-hmm. you know some of them came right and some of them didn't. <laughs> Yeah, I thought for sure that we would get like maybe not not from Mike and Eleven's group, but like at least one from the other group. So I thought, you know, Murray would die. I thought maybe Max yeah. would die. And then I thought um, maybe Eddie yeah. would die or Steve. I thought Steve was going to go based on all of his yes. interactions. But um, yeah, so my, my first thing is that I was bummed that this was two episodes, but they were like two yes. movies. They were good lengths. So yeah. I'm pretty happy about that. I don't think that's bad at all. My... I have complaints, mostly about Eddie. Oh, God. When that happened, I was like, are you kidding him? me? Like, of all the people, they're going to take I, away Eddie. Yeah. Eddie was, like, such a, a, a good vibe for this crew. I thought he would have yes. been great. Um, I, as bad as it's going to sound, the fact that, like, I guess Max technically died this yeah. season, right? The fact that none of these kids are yeah. dead, like, is, like, crazy to me. I don't want to say kill the kids, but yeah. none of them have superpowers besides L. So why are all living? Them all okay yeah. Still. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. They like, just don't touch Dustin. Like leave Dustin alone because Dustin's no. our sweet baby. But like, um, you know, Nancy is like to me, Nancy's like, OK, she's I like Eddie more mm-hmm. than I like Nancy. So like, you know, like when they took Eddie and then like Nancy's just like chilling and she sees Vecna and Vecna's like, oh, like go tell like 11 these things I'm just sitting here like no kill Nancy <laughs> like no like I don't get why Nancy was was chosen for that um out of everybody yeah like, but I think it's just to give her some kind of story because like I thought when she first started she was a cool character yes. like she was the one who like went to the upside down was looking yes. for Barb like I think she's always had this relationship dynamic in her in her character which yeah. is fine but now we're getting the twilight effect of being like are you team Steve or team uh, Jonathan and like I don't have time yes. for that and also Nancy's the only one out here with like a gun every <laughs> season doing the damn thing so why like I get having relationships is an aspect yeah. of her life but why that be the same like that's the sole focus of her story yes. this season is her relationship between Steve. Jonathan and Steve and it's like why can't she just do other stuff like she's been doing that news reporter thing and all this yeah. other thing like it just didn't feel like they focused on her yeah. much so it makes sense that you're like killing Nancy. Yeah, I'm just kind of like, man. She doesn't have much to remember. Yeah, yeah. I, um, 
I I loved this season. I thought this season was probably one of my favorites. Like I I liked every season prior to this too. Um, mm-hmm. But I thought the season was great. And now it's like, wh- when is season five coming though? You know? Yeah. I said I read somewhere that they're gonna start um, writing it in August. So I imagine probably July of next year is where we're gonna get it. Yeah. Because the only other time we got it in not July was we got it in May once, and that was it. So. Yeah. But I, like, wonder, too, because, like, I think they said there was a three-year period between season three and season four. So it's, like, there. I know that they said that, like, Netflix put in, like, $30 million per episode. Um, yeah, it was extremely expensive. Yeah, so it's just... They better make it amazing, yeah. then. Well, I mean, like... I even, don't want no Game of Thrones on Oh, God. I mean, that's, that's kind of, like, the worry, isn't it, though? That it's... Nothing's, like, really written right now. They have to go through and kind of piece it all together now. Um, and they have, like, a mm-hmm. general gist of, like, how it's going to go, but they don't really know. Um, yeah. I mean, I think... I know they're going to the do, like, a... concept of Vecna. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, the, I think that's like the most creative thing that they've done with this show so far. Yeah. I think it's going to be really cool to see that. But I know that they're going to do a spinoff too. Um, but I think they're mm-hmm. keeping that kind of under wraps as to like what that's going to entail. But I mean, honestly, Stranger Things is just really enjoyable. Um, I'm going to be excited to see if they fast forward to the 90s with this next season, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> Yeah, especially because you said that time gap. Yeah. And I wonder if, because, if, like, these kids are getting older faster yes. with their time schedules. Obviously, like, COVID put a delay in it. Um, I wonder if they're just going to age them up with, like, makeup or what their plans are yeah. for this. Because right now, they're, Hawkins is looking like a fucking mess with this, you know, quote-unquote earthquake. Yes. It's clearly not an earthquake. Yes. So um, I wonder how many people are, like, aware or, like, you know, Murray's got that, like, conspiracy theorist yes. thing and it worked out for him. I wonder how many other people are like that. Yes. And I know that a lot of the kids were killed in the um, – where Eleven was previously yes. in the laboratory. But I wonder – because obviously Eight got out. I wonder if there's other kids that are going to come into play for this season. Yeah, because they kind of showed you that there was the other ones in, like, what, season two where she kind of runs off and, and is a badass with that other – and yeah. then uh, all of a sudden it's, like, yeah. kind of like, uh, well – Back to Hawkins. We don't talk about it ever again. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I think that there's a lot that they'll have to kind of like um, close up. But like, I just don't even know what to expect for season five, to be completely honest. Like, I don't even know which way they're going to take it. Like, (laughs) like, what are they going to do? Like, I mean, obviously, they're going to have to fight one. But like, yeah, the mind flare coming back. Is that what's going on? Like, is Will going to become the mind flare? Like. Will, that poor... I know. I don't even want to talk... Will has, like, so much PTSD. Oh, God. Will's gay as shit. Like, he's super gay. Oh, okay. bless his little... Yeah, he's, and, like, just trying to, like, live his life and try to be happy. And, he, like, he just is not catching a break. And it's, like, justice for Will, man. Like... <laughs> I will say people are shitting on Mike on Twitter. Uh, I mean, Mike's because, very like, unlikable. I think his character is probably one of my least favorite, honestly. But I liked him in the beginning. In the beginning, like yeah. he's just... Yeah, he's, he's, he's changed a bit. He's, he's a little fucking punk. He he <laughs> went from being the main character to like kind of this weird, like to just being Eleven's boyfriend. Yes. Um, which is a problem for me again. Like you could have that relationship aspect, but like why are you changing it so he doesn't have yes, that's the personality all he has. He once yes. had. Yeah. And again, he's a teenager and he's moody and he's growing up, yeah. whatever. Um, but like Will's speech in the car was like one of my favorite parts yes. of that episode. Um, it's really sad and it's very accurate. Did you it's, wait? It's, did you see the meme where it's like uh, Will's crying and then all all Mike sees is like the head with like the bowl cut? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost. It's super funny. I love. I that. lost it. I was like, oh my gosh. 
Yeah, There's that was so, so sad. Will Will just can't ca- he like cannot catch a break. No, this poor kid. I want him to have like a nice vacation and to not no. have any more PTSD. Um, just be but loved. Ultimately, be yeah. I just wonder if all these kids are going to make it the next season, especially because like Eleven went to go look for Max yeah. inside of her, you know, head or whatever yeah. she does, and she wasn't there. So yeah, I'm excited and nervous to see what happens with them and i hope it's not a game of thrones endings i hope it's fantastic Ugh. i hope it is complete i mean just watching it's- the trailer for like the final two episodes like the trailer alone i was like oh my gosh i'm so excited yeah. like ah uh, so good but yeah we love stranger things love it me too yeah uh still mad about eddie i hope they find oh, a way to bring him back don't, don't even care. i'm i'm literally so mad about that now that you just brought that up again i'm literally going to smash things <laughs> Yeah, it's just like I, I get that. I honestly think that his death was the only way because look at the satanic panic that's kind of still going around. Yes. Like they're still blaming him. Yes, and because he's gone, they're still blaming him. If he was around, they would just persecute him. Yeah, and it's just like he was so sweet though. There has to be justice for Eddie somewhere because I loved his I character. Know. I absolutely adored his character. It's so sad. Yeah, he was really good. <laughs> Uh, but that's our thoughts on Stranger Things. And if y'all have anything you want to add to it, you can go over to our Reddit and we could talk more Stranger Things on there. Yeah, if you guys have like theories podcast. or anything, yeah, let mm-hmm. us know because we, we love to dive into that shit. <laughs> yeah, we'd love to talk like season five theories yes. and, and stuff. I think yes. it's really fun. So Love it. Yeah, I feel like there's With a lot of people who like said. Stranger Things that listen to. So. Oh, yeah. No, they love Stranger Things. I think there's a lot of that. People have been asking our thoughts on it, so I'm happy that we can give that to them yeah. today. Basically, justice for Eddie and Will. <laughs> <laughs> that's our yes. that's our that's our thoughts on that one. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about our campfire tales. So if you haven't listened before, uh, which I'm sure you have, these are where we take viewer submitted stories and we kind of read through them, dissect them, and try to figure out what kind of weird cryptid, ghost, alien, or something else might be in there, or we're just listening to a cool story. Yeah. Uh, this first one is from Brett and he says, I have a really weird story for you guys. I've tried to figure this out for almost 12 years and I still can't explain what happened. I've never told anyone this because I would probably sound crazy, which is a common thing we get here on Camp Crypton. (laughs) Uh, so about 11 years ago when I was still in elementary school, I was sitting in my homeroom class like I did every day. I asked my teacher, Mrs. C, if I could go to the restroom down the hall. She said yes, and so I left the room and walked a little bit down the hall from the classroom. There were two restrooms next to each other. The men's room was on the right side and the women's was on the left. When I got to the restroom, Mrs. C walked out of the women's restroom and said, what are you doing out of class? I was extremely confused and I didn't say anything. How did she get to the bathroom? I, of course, would have seen her walk out of the classroom and to the restroom. Why was she asking me why I was out of class if she told me to leave and go to the restroom? Uh, She then took my hand and walked me back to the classroom. She didn't go into the room with me and kept walking down the hall to the front office. When I got into the classroom, Miss C was teaching the class. How? For almost 12 years, I've thought about this and I have no idea how to explain it. Um, (laughs) He also called you awesome antelopes which oh i my think God. is really funny you are so <laughs> said, cool you brett your- <laughs> yes yeah coming for your brand i love it so yeah it seems like um i don't know you said elementary school so i don't know how 11 old years you are old. to be like yeah oh yeah 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 11 so i don't know how much of play of like your brain doing things at that point you know what i mean yeah and i don't know if your mind is playing tricks on you kind of thing um i don't know there are things I feel like sometimes too there are things that stick with someone too where it's something that's odd and off and it's like um 
Like, I feel like, could that have been a glitch in the Matrix, you know? Or like a like a mimic, like a duplicate oh, kind of thing. Yeah. Well, we, like not to bring back to Stranger Things, but we see like the ability of like Vecna, right? Who can like showcase you a person you know yeah. in like a different light. Not that she did anything weird with him or anything spooky. Maybe there was something that happened in that bathroom, which I'm wondering, like why did why did this Missy, the second Missy, will say misdirect them from that room. You know, maybe there's something going on. Yeah. Maybe it was like a ghost kind of projecting themselves in some way. Um, but yeah. The, the sad thing about like stories like this is that people feel like they can't talk openly about these experiences. So if other people experience these things, sometimes you'll never know because people are kind of like ashamed to talk about these things because they're like, oh, it could just be a, like a lapse in my memory or maybe I just misremembered. Mm-hmm. And then I think people like automatically start second guessing themselves instead of like, you know, second guessing like, you know our reality um <laughs> no you're good i just i also think like children which it sounds like you were a child at this time because you're in elementary school children have a way of viewing things from like other realms and from for ghosts and stuff like that way different than we as adults do yeah so i think there could be a lot of truth yeah it you know and too like what if you um what if there was like a, a you know a, a stitch in time where you walk through and it could have been a different like parallel universe you know i know it sounds like crazy but like who's to say you know i think that there's things too like i always like think about things like when i was younger um i won a lot of spelling bees Uh, i was a huge like spelling kid i love to find like the origins of like where uh you know a word came from and um you know, for me, it was like I would I would uh, look back and I collected the Berenstein Bears books and I, w- you know, I keep thinking to myself, it's so weird to me that they say it's spelled S-T-A-I-N because as like someone who grew up and like did spelling bees all of my life, I like literally I know for a fact I would have analyzed that and been like it's I, I, I just I just know myself and it's just so weird to me because it's like I collected those books all of my life and I just knowing how things are spelled and how um words are formed i know that would have bothered me if it was stain instead of steen so that's why yeah, like it's so weird yeah, yeah so it's like for me i'm like oh my gosh i like it's it's just so weird so like i i feel like you know things like this that you you just can't you, they stick with you cuz you're just like how i can't explain it i know this thing happened like what is going on Um, I'd be interested to see if any of our viewers have like a, a, you know, an experience where they've, you know, maybe come into contact with someone when they were just in the other room, but then they were somewhere else or, you know, um, any type of like glitches in the matrix or, um, parallel universes. I mean, it could have been a, it could have been a guardian angel. Like what if something was in the bathroom and you could have gotten her or, you know, um, maybe, you know, this, this, this thing you know manifested as a as like a someone you like looked up to since it was a teacher you know mm-hmm. who knows that's crazy yeah i find that interesting yeah i love i that, also though. wonder if like um they have had other experiences not in that school in particular just with like ghosts or something else yeah. or if the school has had any weird like haunting things as well yeah um i mean there's like lots of like studies that show like there's different magnetism um, and different like minerals that are in the earth that can cause like different types of phenomena. So like I almost wonder too, like it could go deeper. It could be like something like geological down below the school where it's like, I don't know. The universe is crazy, man. <laughs> Moral of that story is ghosts are real. <laughs> 
So this next one is from Kyle. And Kyle said, one time when I was very young, I remember vividly that one night, I don't know what woke me up, but I woke up and for some reason looked out my bedroom window on the second floor and saw like a full on UFO just outside of my window. Red, green, and yellow lights on a metal ship slowly rotating as it hovered briefly and then just disappeared. That was crazy. Um, Second story, my family and I were camping on this field we owned up near Cold Lake, Alberta. Oh, my gosh. Second story, my family and I were camping up in this field we owned near Cold Lake, Alberta, Canada. Keeping in mind Cold Lake is an Air Force base and UFO sightings are common enough that some time ago they built the world's only UFO landing pad. Oh, my God. Okay, sorry. Uh, I just I I know where that is, so that's so exciting. (laughs) Anyway, this one night we were sitting out around the propane fire pit and my mom and I looked up into the sky and saw this massive orange light, not the moon. Um, The night was moonless and clear. We watched the light zip around very fast, 90 degree turns and stopping before taking off in the opposite direction almost instantly. After a while, the big ball of light just suddenly shot off away from where the airbase is and then it was gone. We have no explanation for what it was, but it was very cool to see. Two UFO sightings, man. Two, and they're a little bit different, right? So the first one described as red, green, and yellow lights on a metal ship, and the other one said... Yeah, like an orange... It, yeah. it was... Orange, orange light. Yeah. Or was that just the way that the lights went? So, yeah. I'm I'm curious if uh, maybe they're visiting you more than once. Do you think it's the same, same beings, or do you think that... And also, it's interesting, too, because the second story is that it's with multiple people, so multiple people had witnessed it, um, which I think is very cool, so... And you, you're familiar with that too. Yeah. So there's a UFO landing pad. And basically this is like almost like a little side, uh, like a a tourist attraction where it's an actual like welcome pad for, uh, UFOs to come and like dock and show that humans like, Hey, we're cool. We want to be your friends, which I hope they realize that a lot of us would be cool with them. Um, Mm -hmm. but yeah, it's this really cute little like pad in, in Canada, of course, Canada, cause we love Canada. Um, and I'll have to find a picture of it and post it on our subreddit because it's actually pretty cool. I would love to go visit it someday. But I mean, Canada has a lot of crazy experiences, whether it be like Bigfoot, uh, UFOs and stuff like that. So, um, you know, I, I would say a lot of people in Canada are definitely, you know, I would say apt to believing in like UFO sightings and stuff like that. So this is really, really cool to see that there's two UFO sightings by one person. So yeah, I think it would be really cool to go explore Canada, too. I mean, obviously, Canada is huge. There's so much that's going on. But I think that this in particular is very interesting. Yeah, I, I just also wonder, like, here's the thing with, like, UFOs is it's it's so hard to say whether it's the government, extra mm-hmm. extraterrestrials, or if it's just some billionaire who's like, I got this money. I'm a Bruce Wayne it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, imagine if be- you were a million or a billionaire, I guess millionaire isn't is, you know, fun and exciting anymore <laughs> these it doesn't days. even matter anymore yeah you're, oh, you're so broke if you're a millionaire broke ass like go get your billions trillions now i guess uh, isn't that crazy oh jeez. um but yeah i mean i mean if you were a billionaire wouldn't you like kind of like bruce wayne it i have like a fucking bat cave and shit like i'd be like okay what can i make <laughs> yeah i'd be like uh anti-gravity devices yes please <laughs> sign me up (laughs) well this next story comes from brian and he okay i can't talk for some reason and brian says this is a campsite story 
which I think is very cool for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this happened in 2001 when they were 15, 16 years old. And Brian says, we lived on the edge of the Ocala National Forest in Florida. You can Google uh, the Ocala National Forest murders and probably get episodes worth of it. So there seems to be a lot Uh-oh. on the murders yeah. themselves. Anyways, we were decently poor and lived in a single wide one bedroom trailer and I slept on the couch. My brother and his girlfriend at the time had the bedroom and the only two doors to the trailer were on the same side. One being from the bedroom. I was on the couch at around 11 p.m. where I heard a woo coming from outside. I thought that they were just messing with me. So I hear it again after a few minutes and I open the door and there was a little kid standing there looking at me. He then runs behind the house, so I chase after him, and he was gone. The backyard was fenced in and was backed by our neighbors who had dogs, so it was weird. Um, I'm interested. So, okay, it seems like, in general, that part has a lot of murders, which we can definitely look into. Uh, As far as that goes, it didn't seem like there was a way for a kid to get in and out of that situation. I wonder if that was maybe... uh, a ghost of a kid that passed away. I don't know what else it could possibly be in relation to that. Skinwalker, maybe. Ooh, Skinwalker. Ooh. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the first thing that popped into my mind was a Skinwalker. Um, You're so good at that because I just go, everything's a ghost. <laughs> I mean, it could have been. It could have been. Totally could have been. Um, I just know that there are probably, um, I mean, there's lots of reservations down there. Um, yeah, I true. know if he's down by Ocala, that's kind of near the Everglades. So if, if you're thinking it's like kind of in the middle, uh, towards the bottom and it's probably like 35 minutes from the Everglades. Um, and there were a lot of, um, uh, indigenous people who lived in those areas in the Everglades. Um, and they actually talk about when you're in the Everglades, they have like this sign where it basically talks about how they just disappeared and no one knows where they went. Um, yeah. So to me, I just, I, I kind of think that that to me sounds like a skinwalker, you know? Yeah, a skinwalker, I think, could be really plausible for this, actually. I mean, very cool. I, I, 2001, I, I can, it was a totally different time back then, completely, absolutely. So, I, you know, thinking about kids running around at night, sure. But uh, that's also an area where there, I'm sure that there's probably plenty of, um, like snakes and alligators and stuff around that area to where a kid probably shouldn't be playing past dark uh, in that area. Um, yeah. I guess my question for Brian is, did the kid look familiar? Like if you're living around a bunch of people, like is that a kid that you recognize or was this kid was just like out of nowhere? You've never seen this kid before. Um, and I'd be curious to see if, you know, like anybody else in that area had, you know, but this is one of those things where nobody wants to say anything because it's like you don't want people to think you're like seeing things. But it's also like I feel like we should yeah. have open discourse about these things because obviously other people are experiencing these types of things. And I think it helps people really know that there are other people who are experiencing these things, too. So they're not like constantly questioning themselves like. <laughs> yeah, it seems to be a lot of that, which is a bit unfortunate. Yeah. That's a great story. That's really crazy, though. I, I, you know, I go skinwalker, whatever it was. I'm, I'm curious to see if other people are experiencing things like that. It would be, it would be interesting to see if there's like any like newspaper articles where if it, you could see if this kid was like missing or you know what I mean. Yeah, mm. that's what I would be interested in. But skinwalkers, I think, are, uh, I think that's a great. Just with him making that noise and then just standing there and running off, it's almost like he wanted you to chase him so he could take your soul <laughs> and I mean, devour yeah. you. 
I I I wonder also. It, it doesn't sound like um they like the brother and the girlfriend heard anything. Like I feel like that would have been mentioned on here. Yeah. Um. So it's interesting that like you specifically were the one to witness that. You. It was probably Brian. It was probably a good thing that you didn't catch up to the kid because. Yeah. Yeah, that could have been a bad day. All right, so now we're going to be going on to Elizabeth, uh, and she sent us in two stories, so here we go. So Elizabeth says, I wanted to share my experience with Unknown Cryptid. I was about six years old. My sister and I had bunk beds, and slept on the t- and I slept on the top. One night, I awoke to whispers. Right across from me on the curtain rod were two creatures. They were small humanoid figures and seemed older. It was dark, so I don't remember much else. They pointed at me and then the bunk below, my sister, laughing as I heard the word eat. While being scared, six-year-old, I covered my head with my blankets, petrified, and I eventually fell asleep. I never told anyone, but didn't think anyone would believe me. Twenty years later, my siblings and I were drinking and swapping stories. I started to tell this one, and my sister, who I was with that night, turned white. She finished my story. We both thought it was a dream, but we both remembered that night. We never talked about that night at all. We still are not sure what they were, but I know cryptids exist. Uh, And then the second one, I've submitted a cryptid story, but now I will share my time uh, ghost bless me. My mother told me this. I was born in June 1989. I had been home just a few days in awful heat. My mother was catching a noonday nap on the couch as I, a newborn, slept in the bassinet nearby. She doesn't know how or why she woke, but she sat up on the couch and looked at my bassinet. Surrounding my quiet sleeping form were three tall black cloaked figures. Startled, she started to stand up and the largest figure said, don't worry, dear, we are from the church. This made my mom pause, but when she got up, they were gone. I was fast asleep. We lived in a pretty legit haunted house. The closets had pro, uh, pentagrams on the floor, and my mom had seen many things. No clue what the spirits demons blessed my five-day-old self, but it seemed to be I seemed to be normal at 33 years old. <laughs> I love that. So th- I'm assuming these both were at the same house. Yeah potentially yeah so elizabeth yeah our question is are both of these at the same house because that's if so activity on activity slash activity on activity (laughs) yeah so the first story was basically where her and her sister both experienced these cryptids and this is another this is exactly my prime example nobody wants to talk about these things Mm -hmm. because they feel like they're crazy you guys are not crazy i promise you it's okay um being able I, to finish each other's story, though, for exactly. an instance that you feel like you're crazy in is like a p- fucking profound moment because you don't one you don't say anything like you said because people yeah. are afraid. But to have somebody literally recall the same exact thing as you is what makes that true to me. And, yeah. uh, you know, they apparently didn't really share that story with each other until that moment. So the fact that like it wasn't a, a thing that the sisters were saying for years and we're like oh my god remember when this happened like yes. the fact that this was like that moment for them is is crazy i love that so uh, my other thing is 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 she the people said they were with the church um but there were pentagrams and stuff so were they with a dark church like an evil church like i mean it's very much uh what's uh hereditary yeah. where you think the lady is like super religious but she's religious for like a culty yeah. <laughs> so it could be something that. like that for yeah. sure yeah yeah that's crazy i um you know i always when we were redoing our house i always before we put like um like tile or something and i always wanted to do like pentagrams on the floor and like red paint or something just to freak people out if they ever tear it up you know um 
but stuff like that, especially since we're talking 1989, um, which is a perfect time, you know, like Stranger Things, Satanic Panic, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, very uh, much. These are, these are things that were very much real, especially in the 80s, um, where, you know, you had metal music, you had rock and roll. Um, so obviously, these ghosts that were there predate that. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, maybe they blessed you with uh, the power of Satan, you know? Yeah, my thing also is I I want to know the history of this house. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't want you to be like giving us your address. If this is something you're comfortable <laughs> with, I will research your house. But if not, please do some research and let us know, Elizabeth, because these are like two stories that are pretty wild. I read the second story first, and then you said you submitted a second one. I went back to our emails and found this one. I... I think it's crazy for two instances like that to happen. So yeah. uh, I wonder, like, if there was, you know, a history in your house, if there was history history there prior to your house, yes. uh, especially with the church thing, too. I wonder what kind of maybe there was meetings that were going on in that house. Maybe that area is it, it would has be a church. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'd definitely be interested to see what the history of the house is first off and then, um, yeah. you know, figure out what's going on because the fact that they were standing around your bassinet like uh, you know yeah is is alarming but if you feel pretty good elizabeth maybe they were just chilling they were like hey this is one cool baby you know (laughs) yeah yeah unless they wanted you as their own baby Uh, i mean it seemed like they didn't do anything else that was weird because they just were like we're from the church and then they just were like poof gone yeah but I thought that was a, a pretty cool You would story. think if they were a little bit more, like, alarming, they'd be like, sit, human. You know, like, they'd be like, I don't know. They wouldn't be like, no, we're from the church. It's cool, bro. you like. <laughs> yeah. No, they, I don't know. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I love it. On our previous episode, I think what we were, t- I don't even remember what we were talking about. Maybe Conspiracy, yeah. Conspiracy theories. So we talked about Denver Airport and my obsession with it. And I, um. Uh, went on and on about how weird it is, uh, Illuminati, uh, signs and all these weird like things, uh, Freemason, like time capsules, uh, stuff like that. Uh, we actually had someone write in about it and I'm so excited. Um, So Michael wrote to us and said, hey, huge fan of y'all. Well, thank you so much. Uh, Just listened to the latest conspiracy episode and loved. I have a slight obsession with conspiracies in Denver Airport, and this is one of my favorites, of course. I was thinking that one of you may enjoy looking into this. And then Michael sent us uh, a link for a Guardian article, which I will post in our um, subreddit about the sounds that that are baffling experts around the area. Um, And he says, this is just a glimpse of what was going on. Uh, There are plenty of videos and news reports of people all over the world hearing these types of strange, unexplained noises uh plenty more to go over but this is the one i think y'all would like the most so i uh, love that michael love the denver airport we will definitely post that apocalyptic sky sounds so that way other people can read it because these are some of those things too where like you know there's weird things that are happening no one knows what the heck it is and um it's just really cool so i love when i love when people send us all these random articles about all these weird like phenomena going on around like the the world which is you know it's very cool i think also too like i said i want to go to the denver airport just to go to the denver airport to see this like not even to go to denver uh so i think that the article that was sent was really yes. sick and i'm excited for people to check it out also <laughs> 
If you all ever have any weird uh, stories or you see any weird uh, things going on and you'd like to share them with us or, you know, you even have your own story or experience with a cryptid or ghost or anything weird, um, make sure to go to capecryptidpodcast.com. There's a little contact section where you can just send us in like a little um, blurb uh, and, you know, we love to read them. So thank y'all. <laughs> We also just want to throw out there, we've been getting a lot of requests for guests on the show, and we're just here to say that's something we're absolutely here for. We definitely want to have guests on at some point, though. We're still in the format of figuring out how guests will work, which ones we could have, how often we could do guest episodes. So uh, it is a bit of a process, but an exciting one nonetheless. So in the coming months, you know, we're going to be kind of like uh, researching and kind of getting uh, set up to have guests on. Uh, we do have some people in mind already. We have this wonderful E.H. Liebenthal who did an A to Z cryptozoology book. We've talked to creators of various cryptid related games and books and honestly anything you can think of when it comes to the realm of horror. Uh, maybe one day we'll get some like cool actors or people who are just deeply rooted in the horror industry. But if there's a certain guest that you would love to hear us interview or you would love to have on, also go submit it to campcryptedpodcast.com to our contact section. Um, we're still working on getting everything set up to have guests, but that is definitely something that we plan on doing. So um, if you'd like to you know, send anyone our way, just send us a little blurb at campcryptedpodcast.com. Yes, and you know, this October too, we're coming on to our one year of Camp Cryptid, so we'll probably work on something <laughs> special and fun for that. Um, so I think it's a good time to start looking for guests, and yeah. um, you know, obviously we do these campfire tales, but we want to hear guest stories, or we want to hear from, you know, maybe like actual ghost hunters. So yes. uh, anyone you can think of, feel free to submit them over through contact section on our website, like Erica said. While you're on there, though, you can find all the ways to listen to CampCryptedPodcast.com. We are on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, uh, YouTube. We have full videos on there as well as our ghost hunt as, you know, a little extra bonus if you wanted to check that out. We'll have more videos coming in there in the future. Uh, and if you are on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and you want to leave us a review, let us know how we're doing. Make sure you check that out, too. So, Yeah, go leave us that review. <laughs> yeah, leave, leave us the good stars. Let us know. Uh, other than that, I think that's everything this week. So we're Camp Counselor yeah. signing off, and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all.